On the podcast today, we have Reverend Alistair Lane here to talk to us. Jordan, um, everybody. Nice to, nice to see you. Reverend Lane is the current minister at St. John's in the City and has been the minister there for 14 years. So thank you for coming and joining us today. Oh, great pleasure, Toby. Thanks for inviting me. Um, so just tell me a bit about yourself. Okay, well, as you say, uh, the minister here at St. John's, and that's a great privilege for me because, uh, among other things, St. John's uh, has a proud um, uh, sense of history and uh, a relationship, a friendship with Scots College, which goes right back to when Scots College began. And uh, the minister of the day, James Gibb, uh, and his friend J.D.W. Aitken uh, were the founders of Scots College. And so uh, it's um, wonderful to be here in this place at St. John's to remember uh, their legacy, but also, um, I guess, in my own ministry uh, with St. John's to continue that friendship. And uh, and Reverend Jackson has been a, a really important uh, link for us to um, Scots College, the community there. So we enjoy um, hosting Scots College here at St. John's. And also, uh, when I get the chance to come and visit Chapel uh, and the community there at Scotch, it's a great link. So, um, so that's, uh, that's uh, really, um, like I say, a wonderful privilege uh, mm. that we have for these two communities uh, and to play a part in that. Because you normally come to the communion services, eh? And you help out with that type of thing. Yeah, Yeah, well, that's right. When, um, when Reverend Jackson, uh, before he was being, well, going through the ordination track, mm. we were pleased to be able to support that. So that's one of the ways that the wider church uh, can um, be involved in the community of Scots. And so we support the chaplaincy that David and now Rebecca mm. are uh, conducting there at Scots. And so it's yeah. part of that overall um, broader link to the wider church, the community of faith. And, uh, and so we're delighted to be able to support Scots College in that aspect uh, of, of community life, how faith makes a difference uh, for learning for life. Yeah. So um, how long have you been following Jesus for or following your faith for? Yeah, that's a good question. I guess it's um, as long as I can remember. Mm. Uh, so my family uh, took me to church. So that's always been um, part of my landscape uh, growing up. Although I guess uh, when I was at high school, I didn't go to Scots College. I have to confess, I, I went to Wellington College. And, uh, and so... But even at Wellington College, even there, Jesus uh, made himself known to me. So um, it was, I can remember around Easter time, and uh, it was at a lunchtime gathering, just a small group of us. And I can remember someone explaining the Easter story and something uh, in that moment really clicked for me. God made it real um, for me. And so that was an important moment um, where I recognized that um, at Easter time, Jesus had died for us once mm. and for all, and that that made a difference um, to me. And so that was a moment where uh, I realized that um, God's love uh, had been expressed in that way at Easter time. And mm. I guess, yeah, that that I look back on that on that experience. Oh, it wasn't very particularly dramatic, but a very important experience in my trust uh, in God's love in my life. Mm. So tell me a 
bit about some of your spiritual like rhythms and disciplines that you practice? An experience of God's presence is really important. Um, so we, you know, as well as learning about God and reading about God and the Bible, um, experiencing God's presence is um, vital for, uh, like any relationship, um, you know, we, it's good to hang out with, with someone if you're going to have a meaningful relationship with them. So I've tried lots of different practices. Some that are particularly important to me include reading the Bible. And I find that um, God can, uh, a sense of God's presence when I do that. I find that uh, a thing called breath prayer, which is a very simple, align your, what you're expressing with your breath. As you breathe in, you pray a simple word or phrase. And as you breathe out, uh, a different word or phrase. Mm. And I find that to be quite calming and, and, uh, and stilling, you know, I find a sense of peace and sometimes um, God might reveal something to me um, mm. through that stillness. I guess what I would say is in the practices that I've found useful have been ones that free me from distraction. You know, there's lots of things going on in most of our lives. There's lots yeah. of uh, information, lots of busyness. And so the practices I've found most useful have been those that free me up from that distraction to just give me a bit of stillness, a little bit of calm. And it's in those moments that I have found that um, I become more aware of God's presence. And I think that God's presence is, is with us all the time. Mm. <laughs> so it's really, it's kind of like tuning into that, like a radio station, you know, yeah. tuning into the right frequency. And so, yeah, those kinds of practices that still me, I like going for walks. I find that, um, you know, going on a long walk, usually listening to some music mm. um, and just sometimes just getting away from, from, from uh, the normal rhythm. So going mm. on a retreat, um, finding some quiet space to be alone. Usually um, that puts me in a, better, in, a, in a better place to be able to sense that presence of God with me. Mm. So, yeah, I think um, I'm still learning, to be honest, Toby, you know, still learning what, um, what practices work. And so I think it's great what you're, asking about and getting people to share their ideas because if we can share our ideas what works for us mm. uh that may give yeah may give ideas to one another as to mm. what might be worth giving a go yeah well actually interestingly um i, I got my restricted license on monday um and i was just I congratulations just yeah thank you and i went for a drive last night and i went for about an hour and it was just so freeing almost and I could also feel his spirit with us well with me um and it was kind of weird almost because I was never able to feel that when I was getting kind of yelled at by my parents um <laughs> for some interesting driving um but you know it was really freeing almost I I only intended to go out for about 20 minutes but I was out there for an hour an hour and a half just felt so freeing just driving just yeah, it just really felt good. That's awesome. That's how I yeah last night. How do these spiritual practices actually help you connect with God? Yeah, so uh, you know that that's for me. It's it is about um, an experience, and mm. so I guess there's a trust that comes with that, and an openness to to kind of be ready. So I would say that a good a good spiritual practice is one that. Um, allows us to you know be free of distraction be open to um uh god's presence to expect that mm. that might happen 
And I guess, you know, obviously with any of these experiences, well, not obviously, but I, I believe that God doesn't, God does things God's way. So mm. I'm ready and um, willing to be open to God. And then if I have that experience, um, that's, that's something special mm. um, that God chooses to do. But I guess if I don't open myself up to um, deliberately, intentionally have a spiritual practice i'm probably just going to you know dither through my day uh screening through netflix or whatever it is that yeah. i do to spend my time um and so i guess a spiritual practice is is one that's valuable if it's uh if it does open me to uh, an opportunity that mm. god may speak to me it doesn't guarantee it but i i so i'd say that um for me it's been important to kind of commit to and and be kind of deliberate about uh but also also willing to try something else so not to just you know bash my head against the wall um yeah. until i feel god's presence with me but if i if i try something that's worked for someone else and it doesn't you know i sort of like no oh, that seemed just like a waste of time mm-hmm. then um i'll try something else because i i do believe that in a community uh we can benefit from what has worked for other people and because we're all different, different things will, you know, God understands who we are. And so different things will work differently and maybe at different times. So if I'm feeling sad, if I'm feeling upset about something, it might be that, um, you know, something being around other people might, for me, that's more helpful. Mm. Um, but if I'm, if I'm in a state of, uh, you know, happiness or just energy or high energy or whatever, um, then, yeah, it might actually be the opposite, that actually stilling myself, calming myself down uh, to be uh, aware of God's presence might be, might be what's necessary. So, yeah, I think, you know, doing it deliberately and also being willing to give other things, other practices a try if what you're doing isn't working. That, that would be my uh, suggestion. How would you describe Lent? Yeah, uh, so that's yeah. So Lent, um, I would describe as a as a time of the year. So, so it's a in the church calendar. It's a mm. period of um, forty days leading mm. up to Easter. And uh, traditionally, it's been that period of preparation. So getting ready for the very significant uh, celebration of Easter. So mm. um, you know that's that's seen as as like Christmas, a very important time yeah. of the year where Christians remember that Jesus died and was raised to life. And so preparing oneself for that, um, uh, for that celebration, um, not, to, not to kind of um, make it happen or to force God's hand or whatever, but I guess humble oneself to be ready, mm. open to what um, God may be saying, teaching, Showing and I guess doing that as a community is helpful because uh, we can again learn from from each other, go mm. deeper into into our faith, and um, be shaped. Lent is a time of of choosing um, to to be open to what God is doing uh, through, particularly through that that remembering of of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, showing mm. God's love for us. Yeah. 
Um, so how do you think your spiritual disciplines change during Lent? You, so some people would give something up for mm. Lent. So, you know, uh, give up uh, something they like, usually. Mm. Um, uh, so chocolate or coffee yeah. or something like that. Um, I, whether it's because I'm weak-willed, probably it's because I'm weak-willed, I don't, mm. I don't give something up. I try <laughs> yeah. and um, uh, pick something up. So mm. uh, usually um, try and intentionally do something that, um, again, tunes me into... Um, God's presence. Mm. So this Lent, I'm going to try and do a daily uh, practice called examine. And mm. examine is like an ancient one, but it's um, essentially about uh, reflecting on the day that's been. So at the end of the day, reflecting on what's happened and when was it that I was um, uh, most aware of God's love? Uh, when was I most um, tuned into God's love through the day? So it's not that. Um, uh, when God loved me the most, mm. but when was, what was my experience in the day that made me most aware of that? So it's kind of recognizing um, the highs and the lows of the day. And it mm. might be that God's love was, um, I was aware of God's love in my highs, but it might also be that I was aware of God's love in my lows. So mm. it just depends. So it's sort of T taking your own experience and um, yeah, just reflecting on where was it that God met me in that. So that's what I'm going to try and do uh, over this Lent. Do you have any advice for someone who might be interested in studying to incorporate some of the spiritual disciplines that you've talked about or just spiritual disciplines in general into their lives? Yeah, I'd just say go for it. Give it a whirl. Yeah. Um, because uh, God knows us better than we know ourselves. So mm. I think um, there's lots and lots of spiritual uh, disciplines that you can try. There's mm. lots of good ideas out there. Um, and so in, in, at Scots, you'll have people that have uh, aware of these different practices and you can ask them about it. Um, yeah. You can go online and find heaps, but I would say just give it a go. And if it works, fantastic. If it doesn't work, uh, move on, try another one. I knew yeah. someone who really, uh, you know, a person of strong faith, but she, mm. she found that really um, at one point in her life, the practice that made her most aware of God's presence was just listening to um, music. And, yeah. um, you know, the idea of reading reading the Bible or going deep into some sort of um, intense experience was was uh, too much to ask. So she just mm. found that her faith was sustained uh, by listening to music. So mm. it, you know, I think um, find something that works and um, uh, and give it a go. I, I guess if it two things I'd say is one if it helps you connect with a sense of God's presence, mm. and if and the second thing would be if it's sustainable, right? So both those things I think are important. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say before we sign off? I think it's really great what you're what you're doing, asking different people mm. you know, about spiritual practices, and yeah. and I guess you know if we share our experiences with one another in mm. in a community, I think that that's a wonderful a wonderful enriching um, way to to gift to one another what it is that um, God is doing, and yeah. you know I think we tune into who God is and what God is doing way better uh, mm. when we share when we share our experiences uh, with one another so 
um, I just hope and pray that um, as you guys explore this and talk mm. about this in chapel, as you um, consider uh, experiences over Lent, that, um, that yeah, there will be a, a real discovery there um, that's very real um, yeah. and is, is, a, is a wonderful experience um, for each person. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you heaps for joining us today, um, Reverend Lyon. I hope you have a great day, well, a great period of Lent. Um, so yeah, thanks, thank you. Toby. You too. And, uh, and blessings to you and to uh, the whole community.